Welcome to the Scared But Not Damaged podcast, the podcast that supports, empowers, and inspires women that have experienced abuse or experiencing emotional trauma or pain. This podcast will challenge you to push against the tides and rewrite your story. On this podcast, I will be sharing some of the principles of Scared But Not Damaged, a life that has gone through adversity and abuse and has come out strong in spite of life's challenges. Despite the scars, your worth and value to remain intact and undamaged. Each week we will discuss topics like what is abuse? What are the red flags that you are in an abusive relationship or marriage? I am your host, Naomi. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Scared But Not Damaged podcast. I am so excited to be here today. Yay! Today is episode three. And what are we going to be talking about? Yes, today I will be discussing the impact of domestic abuse on its victim. When thinking about the consequences of domestic abuse, it is important to consider the impact of emotional, mental, physical, social, and financial effect on the survivor and her family and children, and also the wider society. Findings from a survey revealed that 46.2% of women in refugee had spent 2 to 10 years in abusive relationship with 17% of women enduring a violent relationship for more than 10 years. That shows you abuse doesn't happen just in one day. So people just kind of endure and they keep quiet. So it's a kind of secretive pain. Yes. A data taken by Women's Age United Kingdom showed that 13% of service users had experienced abuse for 20 years or more. That is shocking. And that's one topic that wasn't talked about over the years. In 2017, Women's Aid carried out a research. Um, They supported 1,217 female survivors by 25 domestic abuse services. You know, they had 25 domestic abuse services between April 1st, 2016, a period of one year to 31st of March, 2017. So you can imagine in a period of one year, 25 domestic abuse services were being used by 1,217. And those are, that is actually a fraction of the people that spoke out. A lot of people don't speak out. So that figure doesn't show the number of people that are going through abuse. It only showed the few ones that got help. So there are factors that contribute to domestic abuse. 
and I'll just like to touch on some of them. Inequality, for example, poverty. Poverty, research shows that women in poverty are particularly likely to experience the most extensive violence and abuse in their lives. Because when you're not working, you, you're poor and things are not going well, you're more likely to depend on your partner. And if that partner is abusive, you know, it's, uh, abuse is more prevalent in such situations. Number two, another factor that contributes to domestic abuse is black and minority ethnic women. A survey of women uses specialist black minority ethnic and refugee. Domestic abuse services found 96% reported experiencing psychological, emotional, verbal abuse while 72% experienced physical violence and 30% had experienced attempted and threats or threats of mother that's been killed by their perpetrators, by, their, by the person inflicting abuse on them. Some black and minority ethnic um, refugee women were at higher risk of repeated victimization and face extra barriers to reporting abuse and seeking help. So some people are trapped in a relationship by violent perpetrators for a long time. 26% of women were found to be in a relationship for 20 years, abusive relationship. I know you don't understand, you ask yourself why? But in some other episode, we'll be able to say why people don't leave. I'll talk about that topic. 18% probably stay in, five, in a relationship, about five years in an abusive relationship. The survivors, especially the black minority ethnic women, survivors may not report abuse to the police for a number of reasons. They have concerns about the impact of stigma, you know, being judged by family members, friends, by the wider family, the community, the church, you know, whatever. Um, then they have, some of them have language difficulties and feeling of distrust. Some people just don't trust the authorities. They are afraid so they can't speak out. Another factor again is pregnancy. Research has shown that 40 to 60% of women experiencing domestic violence are abused while pregnant. Yeah. Then disability is another factor. Women with a long-term illness or disability are more likely to be victims of any domestic abuse more than those without a long-term illness or disability. I'd like to bring this to your notice, something called femicide. The femicide census is a database containing information of women, of women, information on women killed by men in England, Wales, since 2009. And about 139 women were killed by men in England, Wales, and Northern Ireland in 2017.
so is this topic worth talking about is this topic worth creating awareness for women or for victims of abuse both men and women that are living in fear so hey guys we've got to help those women we've got to rise up and help them on the outside you think it's subtle or maybe just a slap is okay but they never tell the whole story they can't tell their stories and even when they say it people don't understand because they cannot sit down and articulate the pain and express it so most times words cannot express what they are going through so guys we need to open our eyes we need to look out for signs and if you know someone that's confided in you speak out let them report to the police yes and they can find help they can find help because you don't want them to be another statistics whether where you find them as the numbers increase by women as women that have been killed by men because they were in an abusive relationship let's stop domestic violence now it has to stop it's like an epidemic right now it's increasing but a lot of people don't talk about it because oh i don't want to report my husband Oh, my partner, we've been in this relationship for so long. Where would I find someone else? Because they are afraid. So encourage them. Be a friend to a victim and save a life. Save lives and save the future leaders. Children are greatly impacted by domestic violence. I'll be touching on that later on. So I'll quickly... let you know something i'll just point out coercive control behavior is at the heart of domestic abuse and has been a specific specific criminal offense since the end of 2015. so it's something in england it's something that is recognized as a crime but because we are not informed you feel my husband slapped in my boyfriend that it's okay it's not okay because the trauma and abuse victims go through, you need to meet them and discuss with them. If they tell you their story, then you know abuse is not just what it is. It's not just one slap. Or, oh, he didn't beat you now. Mm -mm, mm -mm, no, you were not hit. Ah, but he doesn't touch you. It's okay, yeah, there are different types of abuse. And there are different modes of being, trans, uh, being, being interpreted. Some of them are subtle. But it's only the abuse, it's only the victim that knows the impact of what they are going to and what they carry and the pain and trauma. So, yeah, I'll be going into the effects of domestic violence on its victim. What are the common physical effects of domestic violence? I guess a lot of us know some and a lot we do not know. So here we go. Bruises. Bruises around, on or around the eyes. That's for physical abuse now. Red or purple marks on the neck. Sprained or broken wrist. Chronic fatigue. The people are constantly tired. They sleep at night but they wake up tired. That's because they're constantly not sleeping. It's like they never slept. Chronic fatigue. They are always tired, exhausted, because their battles they are fighting physically, 
seen and unseen battles that are psychological that's because of the the victim they are victims of abuse shortness of breath some people experience muscle tension involuntary shaking they are constantly in fear changes in eating and sleeping patterns sexual dysfunction menstrual cycle of fertility issues in women so you can see it's a huge thing and we've got to stop domestic violence the second mental effect the common the another common another there's a common mental effect of domestic violence one is the post-traumatic stress disorder including flashbacks that's even when they leave that abusive uh, situation they always seem to have nightmares severe anxiety uncontrollable thoughts even when they leave that place so you can see depression include prolonged sadness i experienced depression i experienced prolonged sadness i was always sad i just could not get my joy back and i'm i was such a big person but my joy left me for so long anxiety low self-esteem and questioning self-worth sense of self you probably lose your self-worth self-esteem and identity while you are in an abusive relation you constantly question yourself are you are you not because of what you keep hearing you hear negative words you're fat you're too thin you're ugly even when the person is pretty but that's the damaging effect of what the perpetrator does to his victim suicidal thoughts or attempts if you are someone if you or someone you know is feeling suicidal please reach out to me reach out to people so we can send you help and support alcohol and drug is used is another um, common effect of mental if uh, another common mental effects of domestic violence i'll be looking at the emotional and spiritual effect of the common emotional and spiritual effects of domestic abuse hopelessness yes when you're in an abusive relationship <laughs> you don't know what hope is you're merely existing you are not living a life you're like you're there but you're not there you don't know when because the cycle of abuse you're not sure what when that cycle will end or when you can break free so it's a warless prison so there's no hope just like they give you life sentence <laughs> there's no hope because you're meant to die there so that's what i can I, I liken that to domestic violence that's what it's like feeling unworthy you're constantly not worthy feeling worthy of yourself you feel low you feel unworthy apprehensive and discouraged about the future you don't even look that you can't look far into the future because the future seems to look bleak you can't even see light at the end of any tunnel because the tunnels seem to be endless that's what it's like in an abusive being a victim of abuse inability to trust it you can hardly even trust people because you don't know who's coming to help and who's not coming to help but I will still say to you, please trust. Still trust. Give and because in life, you see, if you don't trust, you cannot get. You need to open up a bit. At least people that you've trusted in the past can work with people that have a track record of trust and integrity. 
Another effect is questioning and doubting spiritual faith. Sometimes you begin to question yourself, whatever belief system you're operating in, if you believe in God, whatsoever the universe, you start questioning your existence. If life was worth living, why are you here? Those are kind of questions they ask. I mean, you, it's, you, you think there's no point living. Another one is all motivated. You don't feel any motivation. You wake up, life is bleak. You go to bed, it's the same. You're like in a vicious circle. When would this bleakness end? That's a question on the mind of victims. Victims of domestic abuse are never present in time. You are with them. They are with you, but they are not with you. They're constantly in another world. They're in a bubble of pain and trauma. They are not in the real world, but they're there with you, but they're not there. Another common effect, again, is um, common effects on children who witness domestic violence. A lot of people do not know the impact it has on children. So um, it's a top, this topic, it's a topic on its own, which I'll be discussing some other time in one of my shows. But today, I'll just stop on, touch on some, some few points. Whether children witness or experience domestic abuse or violence, it does affect their total development domestic abuse does not only affect the intimate partners children are also at risk for emotional behavioral problems and common effects are things they suffer most is anxiety constantly they suffer from depression most of them have academic problems in school and they live in constant fear. These children live in this flight, fight or flight mode. They are constantly under pressure. They are producing cortisol, this very, this hormone that is so toxic in the system. These children are producing because they are constantly living in fear because they don't know when that outburst will break out. They don't know when their dad, you know, the abuser would, would do things or throw things or deal with them you know so they're constantly not in a stable environment if an environment that is volatile please guys we have to stop domestic violence let's increase the awareness let let people know no it is not right it is criminal you do not take someone's human rights from them so i am an advocate for domestic violence anti-domestic violence has to stop because the effect and the impact on its victim it's undescribable it's unmeasurable you cannot phantom it because for one some people lose their speech for me i was unable to speak grammatically correct for three years because i was isolated from people i couldn't make words i was forced to be quiet i i just could not talk to friends and family because i was such in a place that was secluded yes so some people lose the ability to speak i could not make tenses for three years but you know thank god coming out of abuse you know i was well spoken my english used to be impeccable you know but i'm getting all this back as i recover 
So guys, somebody else might not be able to say the next day, you might be the saving grace. You might be that savior. You might be just that person that can help them step out from an abusive relationship. You might be that one that might stop the abuse in their life. You might be their savior today. So why don't you go out and be that hero? Yes, be that hero. I'll stop here today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope there were insights that you, th things that I have said today inspired you and informed you that will make you go and seek to be a hero for a domestic violence victim. And yeah, if you are a victim, you're listening to me. Hey, it's time to get up, sister. Oh, it's time to get up, brother. No, you don't have to live like that anymore. Stand up tall. Stand up tall. Yes, it might be weak and might be difficult, but I know that. But just muscle on your last strength. Stand up and speak out from the words. We can't speak out. Write it out. I know how difficult it is. I was in that place before. You want to speak and your voice disappear. You want to talk, the it becomes voiceless. I've been there before. But you need to do it. You need to speak to a trusted friend and tell them to help you speak to someone because I know what it is to lose self-confidence. So you need a supported friend that can talk on your behalf because I have been there. So thank you so much for today. Thank you for listening and I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Scared But Not Damaged podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Scared But Not Damaged so you don't miss a show. Kindly subscribe to the show so you know when new episodes are released and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thanks for listening and see you next week. <laughs>